the cinema with. <laughs> Especially like a mid-film toilet break, come back. Oh, yeah, I'll be getting up constantly throughout the movie. Yeah. Like uh, every time say, something happens on screen, I'll like, stand up and say, he's behind you. Yeah. I Also, I think we've got really good at making this air horn noise. And I imagine that as a listener, that's a pleasure to listen yeah. to. Yeah, get used to it. Yeah. The only thing better than an air horn noise is three grown men impersonating an air horn noise <laughs> on a podcast. Yeah. We've crossed the air horn Rubicon. We're not going back. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is designed for your earbuds. It's not made to be played on speakers. It's made to be listened yeah. to. We're just going. Uh, 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 I don't uh, know if we're uh, going to give someone ASMR from, <laughs> <laughs> from screaming and ear, a fucking air horn noise. Down I thought that's why we started the podcast, wasn't it? To, yeah. to get what, people off in one a sim- non-sexual yeah. Yeah. One simple goal, yeah. No elitism. <laughs> <laughs> air horn horniness. Yeah. That's what we want, isn't it? Air horn one, yeah. Right, thanks for listening, guys. We had a good run. Uh, Every time. Yeah, Every time, time. yeah. It's a catchphrase. Can we get on a t-shirt, please? <laughs> cool, um, so how's everyone? What, what are you doing? Good, yeah, yeah. Um, good. Yeah, it's been a fun couple of weeks. I've been, you know, been to a couple of gigs, got some gigs coming up, you know. Cool. Just keep on fucking rocking. <laughs> this train never stops fucking rocking. Um, I went to see Testament last <laughs> oh, week. Oh, okay. The week I'm so sorry. <laughs> Jim's been really trying to launch his uh, solo career. He's also yeah. dressed like a train conductor. You can't see him, but it's all part of the act. It's like David Lee Roth on the yeah, like, last tour. It's like David Lee Roth, so it's like a leather train conductor. <laughs> yeah. Star of Sopranos. Yeah. All aboard David the leather train. Which, mm, do you know David Lee Roth in The Sopranos? I forgot until I've been rewatching uh, it. Yeah, it's like okay. the beginning of an episode. He plays himself it? and he's part yeah. of Tony's like high-end card game. Yeah, but... The, the beginning, it's like Tony and his mo- mob boss friends, and David Lee Roth, yeah, just Paying playing himself. cars. Fantastic! And I think they full name him constantly. We well. yeah. even got David Lee Roth here, whoever. Yeah. <laughs> 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 We've managed to find the one thing even worse on a podcast about an airport, which is just doing um, James Gandolfini's breathing. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> he was a great actor, but he's amazing. Fucking hell, he. Anyway, we'll save up for our Sopranos. Breathes uh, like a freight train. <laughs> really, really does. It's, uh... Anyway, check that out if you like David Lee Roth. <laughs> uh, my favourite David Lee Roth project was um, Star Trek II, The Roth of Khan. I mean, interestingly, it does make you wonder it... what universe the Sopranos is set in because Frankie Valli is in it, not playing himself. So, oh, well, uh, okay. you know, what's going on? Is that, it's because it was David Lee Roth in the Four Seasons. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would kill to hear that. Uh, <laughs> Ow! <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I know any Frankie Valli songs. Uh, you know the Four Seasons. No, I know of the Four Seasons. Oh, um, what a night? <laughs> oh, what a night. Oh, I was going to say, like, winter, autumn... Summer, All spring. Right. I was gonna go. I was gonna go for the lowest hanging fruit possible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like some Saturday Night Live stuff. Uh, he also did. I did not think this is where his podcast was going. <laughs> uh, he also does the I opening. Knew it was going this way. I think he sings the opening song to Greece, not the songs in the musical itself, but just like the establishing shots. There's a song. What the Greece on it. Yeah. 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 I think. I think he sings that as well. Isn't that the Bee Gees? Maybe. Well, Greece is the world. Uh, no, I'm, dude, I'm getting no Wi-Fi. We've, uh, so this week, we're actually recording at Nelms' place. Hello. It, it sounds sexier for it It sounds well. good. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought, yeah. Um, like, just the rich smell of mahogany, just like, kind of filling the air and stuff. Oh, well, shit, it was, it is Frankie Valli. Yeah, in case you were wondering, that. Frankie Valli did sing the opening. But also, <laughs> Bee Gees apparently did it in 98. Uh, that okay. doesn't make any sense. You come no. here. This is what you're here for, guys. Yeah. Welcome to our rock and metal podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, what That's the I... fastest we've ever got sidetracked. I, I think we did a good fucking job. Yeah, cool. Um, okay, metal things I've done recently. I went to see Testament. Testament rolled through town and I went to see them. You did? It was Testament... Annihilator and Vader. I managed to miss everything apart from Testament. Oh, really? oh man, I'd love to have seen Annihilator. When yeah. was, was that last week? Uh, or the week before, yeah. Did Just, we do it? Have we done it on the podcast? No, not yet. No. Oh, cool. We, we talked about. We um, talked about Cannibal, Cannibal Corpse. Corpse. Yeah. That's it. Sometimes, sometimes uh, the three of us do talk outside of this session as well. Yeah. So it's uh, sorry, guys. Blew in, blew in the narrative. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we see Testament. They were good. But not as good as I hoped they were going to be. Mainly because they took a break so that every single member of the band could do some sort of solo oh. at some point. Just yeah, like okay. Van Halen did in their shows. They used to do that. Yeah, but so... But none of them were... So everyone it's Van Halen! 
But everyone, everyone wants yeah, but the Alex had a solo singing yeah. bit. Actually, no, that's yeah, great. Be awesome. yeah. Sorry. You've heard the acapella version of Running of the Devil, right? Yeah, yeah. he is yeah. a solo singing <laughs> By the way, um, none of us have mentioned David E. Roth until we started recording. I just want to make that clear. <laughs> yeah, we were all like a real Judas Priest yeah. binge, yeah. Anyway, carry on. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so everyone wants to see Alex Skolnick play guitar, right? He's yeah, like super. He's fucking incredible, yeah. 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 Um, comes out with his like rogue from the X-Men type hair. Start shredding. I got the best photo I've ever taken at a gig. Of it's him. amazing. Yeah. I'm so it's proud so, of it. It's we, awesome. We, we should it's put really it in good. like the show notes or something like that when we uh, when Swan gets uploaded. Like I'm really put literally proud of it. that one. Yeah, that's true. It's, my face. It's quality. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> your face very like faded <laughs> in the background. Just on, on, on Alex Gold. Yeah, yeah, it's looking really stern. <laughs> Do not steal this image. That's okay. That then the other guitarist, Eric Peterson, he comes out to do a solo. And I'm like, you're the riff dude. Like, we don't. Yeah. It's not going to be as good. And I was like, okay. He's just chugging. So, so <laughs> he did like a bit of. He did a bit of soloing. Then I turned to Theo, uh, a friend of ours, and I joked. And I was like, oh, God, everyone's going to do so, isn't it? I can't wait for the bass solo later on. And fucking eating uh, my words. The bass did a solo. The drummer uh, did a solo. To be fair, the drummer was Gene Hoglin. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. But I actually. Just, do you know what? Weirdly, um, being a guitarist. I much prefer drum solos live to any other type of thing. I don't. Really? Yeah, I don't, if I'm yeah, honest, it's really? one of my least favourite things about gigs. I, lo- I um, love it. We caught um, about a third of Black Sabbath set at Hellfest oh, yeah, in 2014. And it was pretty cool to see yeah. Sabbath, but they're, obviously I think they need more, they need rest breaks and stuff. And the drummer did a solo. It's just boring. It, I don't really? I, I don't know. I just don't, like, yeah. I just don't like drum solos. It's Even like John Bonham's drum solo stuff. Like, um, I, I like it I, I don't I, know I feel there's something like super primal I like them within songs yeah if there's cool. like a you know Be- best, drum section, drums, but... best drum solo I've seen in like a live show was um, we see August Burns Red and the drummer's the solo then the bassist comes out with another set of drums and they start like oh they god forbid <laughs> yeah yeah, so, yeah that's cool that's actually yeah. really cool <laughs> and like that was genuinely great fun um, did you forget that he played bass he must have and then done. the rest yeah. of the set had two drum kits. <laughs> yeah, really awkward. Awkward. I'm just not a big fan of any solos. Like that's why I say Anger's my favourite album. Um I'll oh, happily no. <laughs> I will happily like Cut. take like a little bit of a solo break. Just say, for example, you've gone from like four super fast songs, you're going to a slow one, maybe just like a nice little kind of transition mm-hmm. between uh, songs. I think we call it in the trade a segue. Oh, okay, nice. Nice, that's nice. Do you know what White Snakes is called? Snake dance. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. It's called Glamorous Granny, <laughs> David Coverdale. Scorpions call bears the sting of the scorpions, don't they? That's not true. It could. I mean, it could. You well believe be. me, so I felt guilty. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible con man. Yeah, it, it, it kind of meant that, like, for the amount of times they spent doing solos, it, there were times when they could have been playing, like, really good yeah. old school Testament thrash songs. With the solos but, um, in a row? No, they weren't. So, it, oh god, that would be when hell. you first described it. That's what I'm yeah. picturing. I was no, like, oh my but god! But it got to a stage where it was like song solo, yeah. song solo, song oh. solo. Yeah, it just broke up. The there must have been a game. reason for it. Uh, again, because like the Ego. other than just <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure well. yeah. <laughs> it's a bunch of dudes in the like fifties. You know, how did the crowd seem to react to the solo um, stuff? Well, again, the big mistake was Alex Skolnick doing the first solo because that's the guy you'd want to say to the end. Yeah. That's your money. Um, yeah, it was. Um, yeah, it was a little bit strange, but it was a good opportunity for a piss break, so... True. Every Where cloud has a silver lining. Yellow what lining. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what venue was it? So it was at the Marble Factory. Oh, cool. So yeah. the, we- the weirdest fucking thing about the gig was... Smell of weed. Yeah. In, in, so yeah. Afterwards, um, as we were leaving, they were doing a rave there that night, and it was during, like, <laughs> Easter holidays half-term, so there were, like, hundreds of, like, teenagers all wearing like kind of throwback 90 sports gear like feeler and kappa and stuff oh, like that all queuing up to go into this rave all of these like smelly metalheads we all just like poured out like drunk and stoned like what the fuck is going on here oh, <laughs> um, so we, uh, we saw them on the queue like what are you guys were queuing for and one of them said I don't know I just came here and I realised that no one should ever talk to teenagers because they're <laughs> fucking stupid. Um, I just saw a light and was drawn towards <laughs> it. <laughs> Classic teenagers. I saw, I saw and to be fair, just to be clear, we were all, we still are idiots, but we were idiots as teenagers as mm. well, I'm sure. Well, and we were all teenagers at one point. Speak yep. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Prove it. Uh, yeah, I, I jumped, I jumped <laughs> from 11 to 20. Those, those nine years in the middle are a blur. <laughs> so yeah, that, that was kind of like a big height for me. And then Gussie Trivium on Monday cool. with yep. uh, Power Trip. Code Orange, Venom Prison. So I still need to listen to all three of those 
support bands. Yeah, you get, get but I heard they're really good things. So I'm really excited yeah. for that gig. Power I haven't trip. seen Trivium like Power Trip are Power awesome. Trip great. If you want like an old school sounding thrash metal band, yeah, yep. they are fucking great. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, uh, awesome. I'm really excited. I've never seen Trivium live, so they're good. Yeah, and the new album's a banger. So yeah, because even when like I, even when supporting like not as good albums they've always been good live and they've always made sure that I feel like they know deep down like this album's not our best so we're going to play at least two more songs off a sentency on this tour yeah it was I mean it was it was weird the last time I saw them I, th- I probably spoke about it but um, Matt Heafy seemed to be trying out like a new way of speaking to people yeah. and I hate it he goes my brothers and my sisters how are we he's kind of going full like evangelical uh, it sounds like a metal preacher yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm getting warmed out <laughs> yeah it's the, a lot of people try and do like that Hetfield stage swagger I guess as well at this point he'd been hanging out with David Draymond quite a lot <laughs> <laughs> and he was he was wheeled on in a straight jacket and <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I also went to see Bellwitch. Did we talk about Yeah, we, we did Bellwitch. Was that... I can't no, 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 no. Uh, no, we spoke about it at work. This yeah. Is the, the doom metal yeah, thing. Yeah, so they're a, they're a two-piece doom metal group from, I'm going to say either Seattle or Portland, Oregon. Like, real hipster territory. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, yeah, so it's a, ba- a guy who plays a six-string bass and a drummer. And they have a new album out called Just Mirror two. Reaper. Just two of them. Okay. And the entire album, it's a double album, and it's one fucking song across two vinyls or two CDs. <laughs> let's give vinyls, let's be honest, you know. And it is the slowest, moodiest. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I'm not sure whether or not I actually like them, but I really. <laughs> but I, I was like, I've kind of got to go and see it, see what it's like. It was. Fu- oh, man, you could, hear a, you could hear a pin drop throughout the whole set. Did they not have an arms turned on? it was yeah you thought that (laughs) yeah (laughs) no I enjoyed that yeah very enjoyable it was so so (laughs) fucking weird what venue is that this was at the exchange okay it was packed it was fucking rammed like a lot of people went to see them yeah I it was it was cool because it was like nice to mix it up a little bit I guess did it get repetitive at all yes like if they just incredibly repetitive I think that's the whole deal like the yeah like the drums of the whole thing were just literally like Dun, 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 dun. Kind of like the EastEnders. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> EastEnders cover band. But slow down, yeah. Mm, I would say check them out. If, you, if, you're into your, if you're into your doom, check it out. I think the one thing that I didn't do, which I should have done, because I had a few beers, was actually, I should have actually really fucking high. I think that is the key to enjoying one of yeah, their shows. I, yeah. Just be I high as so. a kite. Yeah. yeah. Can I just ask you a question, Lewis? Uh, Where is half of your eyebrow? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, good. Yeah. That's what I asked him as well. So yeah. I've yeah, I've had um I've had a real interesting week. You can't see it, but he looks really fucked up at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this morning, um when we were chatting about recording, I didn't know if I'd actually be able to do it because I didn't my voice sounded insane. <laughs> so he shaved his eyebrow as penitent. <laughs> <laughs> no, so make you the penitent. I've just I've just been in this kind of like perpetual <laughs> stage of trying to like remove a hangover by getting drunk. It's fine. It's working. I'm sorry now. Yeah, well, it's not the being drunk that makes you feel bad, is it? It's the no. It's I've the also the fact. I've also been drinking. Yeah, and I've also been uh, really ill, uh, which probably hasn't helped. So yeah. Do you get like, do these illnesses come after you've been drinking? <laughs> like, <you're> like, <coughs> it, it genuinely sounds like your body is fighting you every step of the way. Like you, <laughs> yeah. you're trying to work Tooth out. Tooth and nail, literally. Like, yeah, you're, you're like you're kind of thinking, is my mind going to kill my body? Or is my body going to kill my mind? Like, you're, I, like, you're talking my about, mind's like, telling me die. <laughs> my body. Um, <laughs> my body yeah. also saying die. <laughs> Between like, yeah, your voice going, non-stop farting and shitting. Yeah. And now like, just, your eyebrows. I just think maybe, yeah, it was, maybe just like <laughs> fell out. Presumed dead. Yeah. So yeah, I was, uh, at some point, I think I was watching basketball and I got, I was getting really stressed. Classic Blake. And <laughs> watching basketball. Yeah. Bristol Flyers yeah. represent. Uh, just watching Kobe doing work. <laughs> Were you watching live basketball? I was. Go on. On TV. Huh? On TV. Oh, okay. I think I was getting really into it because I... Pulled your eyebrow off. Pulled out a lot of my eyebrow. So... <laughs> Don't ever get into football. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it's a miracle yeah, it's... my eyebrows have survived as long as they have, really. <laughs> so I thought... Um, I don't know. I think for a joke, I was like, cool, I'll just like shave a line into it so that it looks like 
I'm not I just have this weird bowl patch you go back, my eyebrow that David Beckham sort of line look yeah that he has like a, a, a cool guy 90s no, was, thing right I mean, no. that's not a good answer anyway but yeah. wait I didn't realise how thick a fucking razor is and now I have like half my eyebrow yeah I, I did it and it was funny and I was like oh shit so <laughs> yeah no, no one did it to you. I, because I assumed you got drunk and someone did it to you when you were asleep. Like, no, no, I was, I was classic. I was, uh... I was very awake, and it was to only entertain myself. You, one of your girlfriend's classic pranks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. So yeah. what? You were pulling parts of your eyebrow out watching TV. I think it was just like not like a nerve thing, but you know, like I bite no, my nails. No, I don't know. Like, like bite yeah. my nails. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. this, this is why, like, I definitely need to shave because I do it to my beard all the time. I'm always just sat there just pulling hairs out of it. Oh, yeah. I mean, shaving's a lot quicker. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Also, eyebrows are pretty wedged in there. Uh, Yeah, but that's... And I think You must be giving it a real good touch. That's the satisfaction, isn't it? When you really get it. Yeah, you want it... You know. You want it to hurt a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's it. Um, So, like, popping a spot. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. But so you then don't pop the rest of the skin around that spot. <laughs> <laughs> Scar it up. Yeah, yeah, real, yeah. Just, uh, <laughs> spot's so, gone, but I better just make it real noticeable. Yeah. So now, yeah, I've, I've made a terrible mistake. Has your girlfriend <laughs> dumped you over this, or is she still putting No, she's still there. <laughs> she's an incredibly patient woman. Does she let I you, know. Yeah, does she let you do this? She was in the room. In fact, she was doing something in the bathroom. So it's her fault. I went into the room. Yeah, you were, you're unsupervised, right? <laughs> <laughs> you turned the back on you for five minutes. She, no, should, have, yeah. she, she should have had the Blakey monitor. Yeah. Uh, and she could hear you just like, ow, ow, and yeah. come running back in. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> so, no, uh, I think I, I, was, I might have been drunk at the time. I reckon but you I think fucking were drunk. She, <laughs> you're missing she, a section of your eyebrow. I don't know. That only happens to drunk people. No, well... <laughs> She was doing something in the bathroom. All members of the East 17. <laughs> yeah. And I went in uh, Great to, to do this routine because I thought it would be funny. Oh, and this boy. is what I look like It's now. quite a big patch. It's nearly, it's I would huge. say it's nearly two centimetres long in terms of... Uh, it's Yeah, it's definitely like a good third. Well, we'll get a photo of it anyway. Can yeah. I ask you another question? Slightly yeah. non-metal related as well. <laughs> what is this? I mean, I would say this podcast isn't a metal podcast today. Is this an intervention? You tried to you tried I, to um, distract us with your talk. Just, well, yeah, it's like because, you know, we've been, we've been chatting at work and stuff, but we've not really actually had a chance to sit down no. and like have a couple of beers and have a chat in a while. I don't know why, but anyway. Hatred. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Um, we're madly. Yeah, we're contractually obliged to do this. Um, but why were you trying to open your wallet with your feet? I wasn't. What was it you trying to do with your feet for like an hour or something? But it, no, it, this was all absolute fabrication from okay. you. I've not heard any of this. No, from, from Kizzy. Ki- yeah, Kizzy's my girlfriend. He's an awful liar. <laughs> um, no, that's not true. Oh, she gave you a load of shit on Facebook, didn't she? As well. Yeah, that's gonna find. It was, was that in the comments about the washing up? It was about that was gold. It was about three minutes, and I, can okay. I was trying to put my bank card back into my wallet <laughs> with my feet. Oh, okay, yeah. I don't know where Jim got that from then. That's completely and I said, wrong. And I said trying, nailed it. <laughs> Why? Uh, I tried. Oh yeah. Just spent the last 10 minutes watching Lewis put his bank card back in his wallet with his feet. It wasn't... T- so I'm that's not that far off from what actually happened then. No, I'm just mad that she undersold what I can do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, would you like it if someone pissed all over your achievements now? There's a couple of good comments in there as well. <laughs> I'm not going to go through it. Because like, he, he burns him good. Because I don't want to encourage this kind of behaviour. No. What behaviour? So what, did you get the card out of the wallet in the first place with your... Hands. Okay. okay. I made an online purchase. Then what happened? And then I wanted to put it back. Did yeah. you make the online purse with like your ass cheek? <laughs> yeah. Um, Poke so the keys of your what nose. What happens next? I just look. I just try and use my. Did you drop a card by accident? Yeah. Like, hmm, wonder if I can put that into my. No, wallet. I threw. I threw it down to my feet. Okay. So I could do this. So you planned this ahead of time. Well, in the second. In, in a moment. moment. I mean, your your throw to your feet was deliberate, so your feet. Yes. Could bend. So that I could put it back with my feet. Why? <laughs> Why is your, your wallet so far away from you at this point? Because I threw that to my feet, so then I could put my car back into it. So it was so, all pre-planned. So he didn't even want the thing you bought online. He's no. What, is... <laughs> what did you buy online? Uh, I have no idea. It was probably a Star Wars thing. Yeah. Or um, a razor. <laughs> <laughs> did you do that with your feet as well? 
Yeah, I might that's, as well. That's where, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's where, where I'm wrong. That's amazing job you did. No, I mean, yeah. this, 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 this eyebrow's all gone terribly wrong. But no, I try and, when I'm at home, I try and use my feet to do as many normal activities as I can. <laughs> <laughs> like what? This is. Are, are you are you worried that like apes will take over? I got to keep up. Yeah. <laughs> you want to integrate into this new ape society, so you got to start using. Well, you might have an accident phones. where you lose your hands. I mean, that's that's a possibility. Have you tried playing guitar with your feet? Uh, yes. What a ridiculous question! <laughs> I, it, and I couldn't, I couldn't do that at all. It was horrible. I don't like anything going between my toes. Yeah, so I've, I got a real, used... I've got generally a real phobia of that. Well, apparently not. No, between them, if I can, what I'll try and do is I'll use them like a claw, like oh, okay. like toes. Right. If something goes between those toes, I will honestly, I would freak so out so hard. So you can't watch the Jackass movie oh, when it did pets. No, okay, didn't uh, no, I won't go on. But that's horrible regards. Uh, oh yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, you weirdo. Ooh, you find that repulsive. Um, um, also, because so, I would have thought you would pick it up between. So what I would, my technique would have been <laughs> probably to use my big toe and the toe next to it. No, I no, I try. Pigeon fashion because I have quite a good bendy little big toe actually. So I, I would do that one. So you've tried. Take it out that way. So it's not that weird. Mm. Uh, yeah, if no, I, I'm not trying to put a card back I, in a wallet. Yeah, I that's like, a weird. Because it, it seems to be you missed the obvious trick, and the thing that gives us the advantage over apes is the opposable. Yeah. <laughs> and you didn't actually, use that. Lewis well, no, doesn't have them. I've looked. I've never looked before. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just. I think it's just good. I think that we should be. We should be the best us that we can be, and we should be the most adaptable. Did Kizzy think you were amazing after you've done this? She's like, that's incredible. No, she undersold me and said I did it in 10 minutes, so I did it in three. Yeah, three. <laughs> well, what, what a bitch. Why didn't you defend yourself on Facebook? Um, I, honestly, I didn't think it would get this kind of traction. That's because when he, it's because when he does it live for his uh, TV special, <laughs> you can do it in three minutes and you know, just pass all expectations. Yeah. I just did it. Just because Alan Decker going, oh, what's he going to do with his feet? Oh, that's weird. I just did a, a, a very normal thing, but I used my feet and now we're talking about it on a podcast. Yeah, because you use but, your feet. It's, <laughs> it's fine. Um, so Slayer have broken up. Oh, I was going to ask you, yeah. So, He's uh, talking for his feet as well. That's the most amazing bit. You can't how, see. How's everyone else's uh, week or two in rock and metal been? Has everyone listened to anything good? Seen anyone good? Uh, Excited for anything? No, last gig I went to was uh, Thingy. I love Thingy. Cannibal Corpse. Cannibal Corpse, yeah. And then obviously we've got Trivium coming up, which we just talked about. Yeah. I'm, good contribution. I don't think I've done... No... Nothing. No albums anyone's been listening to, new or old, anything anyone's been really jamming. Tried to listen to St. Anger, obviously. I also listened to St. Anger for the first time in its entirety today. I guess we should say, yeah. So we were thinking of doing an episode on St. Anger. We thought maybe we could like add a... Because it's such a... Everyone has shit on the album for the last 15 years. And we thought it would be interesting. Instead of just shitting on it, we would try and come up with something positive to say. Yes. Uh, I think I think I said to you guys... Because uh, I haven't heard it in its entirety before, uh, I was like, "Cool, I, th- I think we should do something. Find, you know, things that it did well. Find something a, a different kind of point of view." And both of you were like, "You need to listen to yeah. this." <laughs> you are very optimistic. Yeah. As, as a man who's listened to the album in like the amount of times, double figures, the amount of times I've yeah. listened to it. Well, yeah, um, I mean, yeah, it's hard to find the positive. Like, I mean, we'll talk about it briefly, I guess. But yeah, let's go for it. Yeah. So, the positive bit of this album, I would say, is that it allowed me to see them twice in one year and it's the first time I saw them I got to see them at Reading Festival uh, and I got to see them at uh, Earl's Court later that year as well I also saw Maiden for the first time in the same week in December but I saw Metallica for the second time that was a good week good, good fucking week really fucking yeah, good week really. unbelievable I saw Metallica at the NEC with my dad and my mate Rob and, and what, then, was the, what was the coolest bit what did you get to see of what Metallica. Metallica. You know the trick. Did I say Metallica then? I meant to say I saw Maiden. At, um, oh. So I, made, I saw Maiden at the NEC. Uh, Was that with you and my friends? And my, mate Rob. and my mate Rob only came along to... I've probably talked about this on the Maiden podcast, but uh, we only... Uh, he only came along to... See, my mate Rob only came along to see Funeral for a Friend. Rob Rob? Uh, no, no you don't know Rob, Rob Clifford. No, no, you've no. met him, but... He goes to another school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is real, though. Uh, and then, like, four days later, I went to London. I was caught to see Metallica. Uh, got to see Metallica play the classic St. Anger song, uh, Dirty Window. <laughs> dirty Window. Probably one of the only people who's ever seen that song live. Mm, my Dirty Window. Uh, <laughs> 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 the 
if they'd have done that, if they'd have mixed it up and done it in a different style. Like Rihanna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have been sick. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that album to see Undertale Window. But I think the thing that always stands out to me with St. Anger, the album, is it came at a very sort of, I would say, formative time musically for me because I was a teenager in 2003, believe it or not. Uh, and it's when I was really into Metallica and obviously they hadn't released anything since I'd got into them. Uh, so I remember it coming out and me and my friends all listening to it and trying to like convince ourselves that it wasn't like a garbage album. <laughs> and it was like, we, I remember like thinking, oh, you know, Frantic's okay. Sanger's okay. And like listening to it more than once and thinking, you know, oh, actually, <laughs> yeah. this is actually quite, no, this is fine. This is, this is yeah. audible. Yeah. It's a good thing. And this I remember is fine. There was a lot of hype because <laughs> they did an MTV special. Oh, which was, if you, terrible. you should watch it if you've never seen it. Avril Lavigne does Fuel. Uh, which isn't a very good cover, but it cuts at one point uh, you know, Lars air know, drumming as he's watching it. Do you know it was before or after she was replaced with the... Uh, the after, big, yeah. after she got McCartney. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the other thing, to build, I guess, the mystique of uh, the new Metallica, because no songs had leaked, was that the, the MTV TV special ended with them starting up a brand new song, that they, which was frantic. Yeah. It played 10 seconds of it on TV and cut. So only the live audience <laughs> yeah. can hear it. And that, even then, because the opening riff, you can't tell it's going to be a train wreck. Uh, it's quite <laughs> exciting mystique to it. And it was just, it was a very interesting, but also frustrating time because I've wanted Metallica to release a new album since I discovered them and I had to wait until Death Magnetic for something. Mm. I was like, I, I can listen to this to other people around and <laughs> yeah, won't feel ashamed. I remember a friend of mine who was a bit more of a cynic, he was definitely more of like a Slayer kid at school, was like, it's just going to be... 12 versions of I Disappear. <laughs> and I was like, Here no I way. go now. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no fucking way, dude. It's going to be fucking awesome. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be incredible. You I wish was, it was 12 versions. I was going to say, yeah, yeah I was, I was in, um, I was in America when it came out. Uh, I was actually, I went on holiday, went to New York and San Francisco and go through Times Square. They had billboards everywhere. Really? Both that. But you fucking, went to the Bay Area. Then. Yeah, yeah, I was actually in the Bay Area. Yeah. yeah. Um, they had, um, Billboards for that like and your pilgrimage. Legitimately, yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. I kept talking constantly about trying to find like the HQ. Cool. I but having never been to San Francisco before, <laughs> I have no fucking clue where anything is. So yeah, it's fucking miles out of town. Before Google, exactly. Yeah, yeah. As we know it today, yeah. yeah. Um, but like there were billboards everywhere in Times Square for like Saint Anger. That's mad. Yeah, that and fucking Coldplay's Rush of Blood to the Head a better album uh, sadly which a is, more listenable which, album which yeah. is so upsetting to and some to da- and like some dashboard confessional album as well <laughs> yeah right, yeah not quite as listenable oh god what a stinker of yeah, imagine that's yeah, a fucking what, festival what a shitty holiday <laughs> <laughs> but um um but i, I was the doc is great as well we yeah i was um i i i would say like the big positive one yeah got metallic touring i also i think it i think it got people engaged with actual like even it's a bad example of it it got people engaged with metal again yeah like because if you look like before like I just do you know what actually no I, I disagree with that because what year was St. Anger 2003 Three. Three. cool so I think at that point for what they were kind of doing it had moved on because you think how big Slipknot Corn, mm. all of that stuff yeah was, but like it was it was exploding I think it's getting no, people no, no, really no, excited no 2003 was like 2003 2004 was like the end of new metal it had run its course by then. Yeah, but Metallica tried so to. <laughs> <laughs> Metallica tried to get on the last train to New Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, they, they, I would see. I, <laughs> I would have preferred James Hetfield rapping, honestly. No, I'm surprised that didn't that. happen. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. Don't care for what you wish for now. <laughs> Should we have been an idiot? But also, I think what makes it stand out as being particularly bad is everything. But also because, like I was saying, I wanted this band I just got into to release a new album, which yeah. is exciting. Uh, the same year I made and released uh, Dance of Death mm. which again was I got into them after Brave New World yeah. came out so that was another band I was like oh, I can't wait for them to release a new yeah. album and see stuff and that was really really great album so I think it made I, it even worse I don't get people who don't like Dance of Death I, thi- right. I think a lot of people other than the album put cover, off purpose. because of that yeah. the album cover is a stinker I think it's probably my favourite album Bruce cover <laughs> where you think say Lewis you I think it's my favourite um post Bruce Return album that or Brave New World I love Dance of yeah, Death it's, yeah toss the coin it's whatever I listened to last but yeah. I, 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 I think I think Sam, Sam Anger got got people engaged in like even though yeah it's got it does have like those down tune style like met, new metal riffs 
but I think it was one of the things probably along with like um, yeah it was some Slipknot as well which because if you think of it around 2003 2004 that's when a lot of like new wave of American heavy metal started to break out yeah I just think it was a launching pad just to say for people to be more engaged with metal which wasn't new metal we didn't have like lots of hip hop stuff it, I don't I'm not going to say yeah, it, maybe, no maybe I'm not going to say it paved the way for it because all that stuff was like bubbling but on also, the anyway. but I, I think it just got people allowed people to go actually no fuck metal is kind of cool and we can be engaged think, with it again like Ozfest came around again like that's when like Lamb of God Killswitch I think potentially off out. the back of that as well is that more specifically the the kind of the like older school mentality of metal fans you know that what that didn't want this hip-hop they didn't want this peanut butter yeah. in their chocolate do you know what i mean yeah um they just wanted a band that just did songs yeah and metallica tries to do that <laughs> <laughs> i it's the documentary is really good if it i, well, I don't know why they i don't know why they released that I've, that that I still find mind blowing because it's like here's a documentary it's about how so bad we are yeah. at doing. But everything. the album makes sense, even though it's terrible. Yeah, I agree. It, it's kind of like when you had it's to one play, redeeming it's thing. Like about you, it's album. like when you had to play that PS2 Matrix game to get the Matrix Reloaded story. Yeah, like you have, <laughs> you have to. <laughs> That's a really good example. Yeah, yeah, yeah I want everyone can relate to. Yeah, I, I, I can. Yeah, you have you have the Matrix. Yeah, you have to watch say anger. That and was you have actually to, a killer game. I really enjoyed then that. Then yeah, then you have to watch. It, again with the commentary from the band then you listen to the album and go oh this makes sense still shit but I know why they put the shit yeah. out as opposed to someone like giving you a shit burger and saying bon appetit you're like oh okay the chef's a psychopath um, I understand now and we get to see grown men screaming the word fuck into each other's faces yeah um, and we get Dave Mustaine as well and we get Lars Ulrich with his M&M yeah, haircut as felt. well um, Where's my little Danish friend? Where am my little Danish friend? It's a great documentary. It's, it's, it is, it is good, but again, the, the amount of clips they put in there of them not being able to play songs <laughs> I was insane. I, so I think... But, but, very like, but, brave but, of them, The whole like narrative is, of it is meant to be the band, um, it's not working, you know, they, they can't get the shit together. Then, by, then by the end of it, is when the album comes out, you see them going on stage, touring... It's clearly cathartic stuff like that. I mean, and it's, 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 it's like they've put in like the shitty outtakes of them messing up a track just because it makes it shows the frustration of the band. And then by the end of it, they're playing live on, you know, on stage in like huge arenas and festivals. Like, yeah. it's, it's just yeah. the way it's edited. But obviously, yeah, like any, if you watch any kind of behind the scenes doc of like bands recording, like there are going to be those moments where like if you sit, they're going to fuck up and stuff, you know. I think they, it's um, just Kirk G. I, I, I really, I've never rated him as a guitar. They were fantastic so, yeah, live yeah. during that tour as well, I should say. They like yeah. hadn't lost anything live. Um, well, it's the first time I saw them, but um, that didn't affect them. And they kept the songs to a minimum from St. Anger as well. A blessing. Um, yeah, because I mean, a lot of the time you'd expect four or five songs from the yeah. album, but yeah, I think it's a, te- it's, it's a testament to how good Hardwired is that like they're, they're playing like five, six songs a night off yeah. that album. Like, yeah, and they fit in really well with the other stuff. I yeah, I, I, I haven't so. seen them do that yeah. album live, but from the, the yeah, album well, tracks, like when, is, they, yeah. when they did like Creeping Death and Spit Out the Bone, it felt very natural. I'd love to see Spit Out the Bone live. That's my favourite song yeah, they've done since probably anything off the black album I think it was, it was killer I love yeah. that song so much and the video is really cheesy yeah. can I just also highlight the fact that okay shoot okay by the way the worst song off, off St. Anger do we all have like uh, do, we, do we have a best and a worst song off that album Lewis do you have any more positives about it as well uh, so trying to find positives um, like I said earlier I think that it's good that it's you know, it's probably provided a lot of support to foundations for new buildings to be built on. <laughs> um, I think it's probably literally supporting some communities. Coasters yeah. as well. Coasters, excellent. Yeah. Um, Coffee table legs. Yeah. yeah. It's, I think it's probably done its, it's, yeah. it's good in that. Load bearing albums. It, it, brought, it brought Trudge in as well. I, I really like Trudge. He's, yeah. just, I don't know, he's fascinating. I think he's just kind of, he's just, because he's just a very chilled dude yeah. and it's been quite yeah appealing and I, I really he's like, so cool on stage also, like I love great. his stage presence do you guys know infectious groups yeah, yeah. yeah. fucking great suicidal tendencies um, like, yeah. yeah and I feel like with him and his stuff with, playing with Ozzy as well he's, yep. he's just great yeah, he's great he's and he awesome, seems like yeah. a real natural fit for Ozzy's band has been ridiculous at times oh yeah, yeah it's fucking yeah. insane like I think at one point he just had like Jerry Cantrell playing for him yeah and he has what's his name from Mike Borden from Faith No More was his drummer for a while yeah yeah which is... Oh, he also had this guy called... The best. Uh, Zachy Wildy. 
Never heard of him. <laughs> 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 heard of him. But like, I think the other thing that's come out of this is with Rob Trujillo that he's been fully accepted into the band. Yeah. Uh, he's clearly like he's like an equal partner. I would say. Yeah. You get impressed. You don't. And I feel like they never quite. Oh, this is all retreaded ground, I guess. But they clearly never really accepted Jason Eastead as a member of the band and dealt with yeah. that. And I feel like maybe this whole cathartic process. Was, yeah. Recording to Anger has brought up all that stuff and they clearly have dealt with it now because yeah yeah it's really and funny. they gave him like a million dollars didn't they yeah the that, that scene that scene makes me cringe so hard it's yeah it's, I, oh, it's, it's weird isn't it like, I could handle it though if someone yeah. gave me the oh no absolutely it's, yeah. I think it's, it's more just the kind of like it's, I don't know it well, feels like it's, it's there it's, to be like it, look we're, we're big time yeah, welcome to the big time. Welcome to the, here's, here's a million dollar for, check. Yeah, played bass for Ozzy Osbourne for years. Yeah. Like, well, it's a weird one. Yeah, like as a thing, it's. I mean, thinking about it now, it's so hard to even comprehend. Let's like, get, like they've got the money just to give a guy a million dollars to join the band. It's an amazing thing, but yeah. it's so yeah, it's it's also it's not. It's how staged it all feels in the documentary. Yeah, exactly. It's, I I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't want that shown because it's not because it's like it's, it's like a pissing it's, contest it's, at that yeah, point. Yeah, it's a generous thing to do. But it also it feels a little corporate. It's like here's your signing bonus. Yeah, it's quite yeah. a raw documentary for but the most yes. part. And then, it, but then that's the weird thing about Metallica as well. And like it's same with like Iron Maiden, same with Kiss. It's the same with I think any band that gets to that level. You have to run it like a business. You of have course, to. of it, course, it, it yeah, sense of, of course. And your music is it is it's as your much as it's your, it is, it's your art, but in your, in your expression, but it's also your commodity. It's, it's, it's your it, product. It is yeah. product. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Your unit rates like you, yeah. <laughs> as, as much as you, as, as much bit as of you, inside baseball there. As much as you want to like romanticize like that of like the artist, like oh, I'm always just doing it for music. Like it's also like, like every every decision they make on like what T-shirt they're gonna sell, what post they're gonna mm-hmm. put out, what the music video, like what album is, cover you want for Dance of Death. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a product you have to sell. Like it's you, you, the art and the commerce go hand in hand. But that in particular, that shows you the business side of it, and really. It's like um, no one wants to think of the business side of the music. You want to think of like no. the art and the expression and the success that comes with that. And maybe it's just um, how I was getting more into metal at the time. But I can de- I definitely think about what I was listening to pre Saint Anger, what I was listening to after Saint Anger, and it felt like as that new metal stuff went away, and like and then you had Trivium, you had Killswitch, you, you had, had yeah, all of this uh, Machine Head started to get good yeah. again. Fear Factory got good again. Max Cavalera started making good music again. Um, it just people were a little felt a little more open to being more metal. It didn't seem yeah. like you had to like be right on the fringes. But then crediting Metallica for that is probably it's that's the mainstream representation of that. Really, like you know, well, it's, it's your figurehead. It's your figurehead, exactly. And, yeah, and as, as they as they have been since yeah the first album, exactly. Because I guess you also credit the fact that like Maiden also were coming back in a big way as well. Like that's a huge part of it. Um, Priest reunited with Halford mm. as well. It's it, to yeah, me it's the year of the legacy. I know, it? man. To me, it just felt like a really, really, Quite really, really, really exciting time. Yeah. Year of the legacy <laughs> of the beast. Of the yeah, that'd be a priest. Legacy. Yeah, Steve Harris. Guys, I've got a great idea. Compilation album. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a new name for it. Yeah. Uh, can I just highlight the fact that I mean, I'm just going to say my fa- favorite. They don't have a favorite song off Saint Anger. No. No whatsoever. Would you say they're all equally shit? It's like a reverse Sophie's Choice, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> no. Frantic, I guess, if I had to pick one, but... I, I can't. I, honestly, I, mean, I can't. The, the snare drum ring... Shoot Me Again makes me laugh everything. a lot. Yeah, true. It always makes me cringe. Uh, the whole album feels like being a dead horse. Is it... Dirty some, Window. Is it some the, kind of monster, this? Yeah. I quite like that riff. Yeah. Uh, do you like it for eight minutes? Uh, sadly, no. Yeah. <laughs> he turns frantic into the word frantic into like a ticking clock. That's clever, isn't it? Tick, tick, tock. I mean, he says the word death style. Yeah. So, um, um, I guess, ooh. I guess frantic, but I really. quite like, I quite like the song, the unnamed feeling. That one's okay. I laughed my ass off at that today. I don't know what the I've, unnamed feeling is. Though. Have they ever, have I they ever hinted as to what feeling it might be? Have they ever? I think it's anger. In interviews, yeah, he might be anger, yeah. I think it's probably just anger I, again. I think but he wants his anger to be healthy. I think it's madly in anger. Um, uh, they also, they have like a charity thing now that's called, because the last song on the album is called All Within My Hands. It's the one where at the very end, Hetfield just goes, kill, 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 kill. Kill, 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 kill. But their charity is called yeah. the All Within My Hands Foundation, 
And every time we do any charity stuff, it's just for that. It's oh, there you go, man. That is some genuine. Cool. Yeah, it goes hey. like goes like children's hospitals in the Bay Area or something like cool. that. Cool. Some good came out. Of yeah, it's fantastic. Cool. Yeah, yeah, man. There you go. That's that, it. That alone justifies that album being recorded. I would say. Yeah. Also, the one thing as well that is perfect about some anger is that it is. <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. You'll make it'll make sense. It is the perfect introduction to Lulu. <laughs> Jesus Hi. fucking Christ! Here's garbage. Can it get worse? Absolutely. <laughs> I, could, I was trying to find that album on Spotify the other day, and I could not find it. No, I think you, I, I think it's gone. You were typing in L O O. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. That toilet by uh, the All Within <laughs> the All Within My Hands Foundation is dedicated to creating sustainable communities by supporting workforce education, the fight against hunger, and other critical local services. Good. Cool. But not that I'm fine with that album existing. To yeah. be honest, if it's had some good. Um, we... They support the Houston Food Bank, Direct Relief, Feeding America. The mission continues. Tipping point community. Lots of American things. I was really worried it was going to be like a sort of like pro pro life. Educating people on the dangers of vaccination. Or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, uh, but like yeah. that time when this is like this thing that everyone forgets about the Foo Fighters yeah. when they got involved in like not just the dangers of like HIV but like actual treatment for HIV, it was something really weird, but like they quickly then distanced themselves from it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they were like, too. they backed this this organization's charity for a while. I want to say it was the bass player that got... Yeah. Oh man. Um, if the bassist comes to you guys, guys, I've got an idea. You immediately say no, unless it's Steve Harris. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Lubo. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think, I think just to kind of wrap, wrap up on this one, um, we, yeah, they, we like to cover real stinkers and turds of albums because it's great but I think with this one we don't just want to kind of do the thing where everyone shits all over what, what can, anger yeah, again. what can you say about it it's exactly like it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's a punchline it's been it's yeah. been the internet's business since it came out it's boring yeah. at this point I think just yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a bit bad isn't it but that's, that's yeah. the one thing that I was I, I think the people who are very overtly critical of Metallica it's like what can you bring to the you know, I am the table that someone hasn't already brought already. <laughs> oh, like, what no, can no, you say? Nice. But no, so, yeah. That's, that's anger. been a thing. Say anger fucking sucks. Um, also, if you get the chance, as I say, if you get a chance to be curious, people have actually gone on, like, done really good jobs in terms of, like, production. I want to hear that. Re-recording yeah. the album, adding, yeah. like, solos, getting rid of the drum sound, stuff like that. The songs still suck. yeah. They, they're not good songs they they're not good like a guitar solo over a song in St. Anger isn't going to make it better you mm. can't polish a St. Anger yes <laughs> and there you go and that's my thoughts on that he never gets respect <laughs> breaking news breaking news from the front lines breaking fucking news um, American head charge frontman arrested on suspicion of guitar thefts <laughs> yes that's right the uh, frontman from American head charge Cameron Heacock has been arrested after he was found to be in possession of a dozen stolen guitars. Uh, the 40-year-old vocalist was pulled over by police Wednesday uh, after allegedly driving a stolen van out of a motel in Costa Mesa, California. The van, which was packed with stolen property, led investigators to a storage space where more stolen merchandise, including 13 guitars and a motorcycle, were discovered. What? Why is he stealing guitars? How big's his coat if he's got a motorcycle? <laughs> <laughs> um, nine of the instruments were taken from the guitar centre in the Fountain Valley. Heacock remains in custody in Central Men's Jail in Santa Ana. His first court appearance is scheduled for later today, Friday the 13th of April. Ooh. Incidentally, American so. Head Charge... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, incidentally, American Head Charge released its fourth album, Tango Umbrella. Uh, in March of 2016. So he's okay. So he's he's funding a habit then. Yeah. Okay. I think he most definitely <laughs> is. He, he looks like he's full of regret in this photo as well. He looks like he, he's got like a real sad face on. Two of the band members have died. Oh god. Oh, really? Christ. In the past. Fucking hell. Jesus uh, Christ! Look at how many and members have well, died. It isn't surprising when they've had 18 past members in the band. That's true. Statistically. I thought the singer of American Head Charge was called Martin Cock. I thought he was as well. Maybe that was like his new metal name. Maybe. Martin. Yeah. <laughs> and just like, oh my like a, God. like Cody Dick. Here's the, this is insane, and this is January. You can look this up on the Wikipedia page. Early incarnations of American Head Charge, the band, sported names such as Flux. <laughs> Not the condition. Uh, true. Uh, well, some kind of condition. So Flux, 
Okay. Gestapo Pussy Ranch. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, these are real, by the way. I'm not making it. It's a Warsaw Ghetto Pussy as well. Oh, Christ. Uh, although these were short-lived. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm a fan of three word names, Hank said. Um, here's another great I headline on Blabmouth, by the way. Um, Steven Adler and Izzy Stradlin are heartbroken they're not part of the lucrative Guns N' Roses reunion. That's That's got to be bullshit. <laughs> As if Izzy's heartbroken. I, I feel like he chose not to. I feel like he's heartbroken, but he's not earned more money than most small you, South American countries. Do you are. think it's, he's heartbroken because it was successful? Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> they would have approached him, surely. They... No, they did. They, yeah. they, they yeah, approached him as to do thought. it, but they, uh, they wanted him to be on a, a wage as opposed to like a kind of yeah. all-in member. Which makes sense yeah, I think when I th- you consider the fact that he's come and quit the band. Yeah, but I think as well, I'm certain that Slash and Duff are on in it on a wage. Mm. Probably. I'm, I'm certain. Wage. I'm absolutely certain. Mm, that would make sense because, like, why would Axel, who owns all the rights to the GNR name, exactly, he's not going to give them some of that ownership? Yeah. No. But I bet their wages are a bit different to our wages. If I had to I, don't, I don't think so. No, 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 no. I think it's pretty close. Liv- yeah. as, long as, as long as Axel's paying the living wage. Yeah, which is a decent thing to do, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and expenses, I guess, for like travel. To be fair, I would be pretty fucking heartbroken if looking at how successful that tour has been. No one could have guessed it was going to be that successful. I think because it's such an unknown. I mean, I, 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 I successful in terms of ticket sales and yeah, stuff, but I think until we actually did it live, yeah, I'm finding there's I'm always finding that question mark it's, it's over because like Guns N' Roses um, have always still been like. Do, they still do like the festivals. Still, yeah. pre reunion, still did like all of the arena shows and stuff but there was always that caveat it was like are oh, you not really going to see Guns N' Roses yeah. and also is Axel going to turn up and stuff like that and like since they actually got back so, together he's been like bang this on is one time thing, this is like one of the things that I'm so tired of of like every every thread ever now regarding Guns N' Roses so uh, download maps they're going to be doing a three hour set yeah oh, that's uh, ridiculous which, that's, that's awesome. I mean that's what they did when we saw them right along yeah that's wicked it was Oh, it was so good. But yeah, um, yeah so they're the crying. This. It's really adorable. <laughs> it, it's a sweet it's, video. It's, it's the happiest I've ever been. Um, I don't know if I will ever watch them again because that experience was too perfect. Yeah. I'd like to see them. I don't know why I wasn't that. I really like them as a band as well. I, just it's, never... I think it, it was the money. I mean, I think probably for, about for, as me well and, and, for me and kids, it was like 300 quid we dropped on tickets but yeah. to go to it. We had to sign up to the fan club to make sure we got early ones. Yeah. I think you seeing Guns N' Roses is different to me seeing Guns N' Roses. Yeah, I, 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 I like them a lot. It's, it's, not like, the it's like me dropping like 100 quid to go see Metallica. Exactly. Yeah. Me exactly. going to Jam. In, yeah. yeah. I think it's all that sort of... It, so imagine willing to pay the extra price. I, I would have, honestly... The I would, ultimate price. I would have paid anything uh, just to see that. Did you the price? Yeah. yeah. Um, I would have... You signed one contract for your soul. Yep, I would have lost... A whole eyebrow to see them, <laughs> but uh, you'd have put the card in your wallet with your hand to be able to <laughs> you'd give up everything to make sure who you are. But it was there was I think because of that there was this this real like uh, this magic that they hadn't played together for like twenty years or something crazy. I can't yeah. you know it's absolutely insane. Mm. You never thought it would happen. I mean, not in this lifetime. Is the best name for that yeah. tour as well. And then you go and it's absolutely flawless the performance was the the best performance I've ever seen by anyone ever mm. they played for like three hours they did um, they did a Soundgarden tribute as well yeah. nice um, going into uh, Wish You Were Here cool it, that's wicked like wh- when are you going to see like it was it was everything was absolutely perfect also I think if you're seeing a band and you pay a lot of money I mean three hours is yeah exactly that's exceptional yeah. your money's worth yeah but um just the app, there was, I've never ever felt like honestly, the only word for it is magic. It, there was this just energy. Well, what I've was it you wanted to get off your chest? So, yeah, bring it back to the negative. Yeah, You're nice. being far too positive. <laughs> I just want to say, like, one, one thing I do like about Guns Rose in these three hour sets as well, like, with, with Guns Rose in like the 80s and the 90s, there was like that anything could happen kind of feeling, like a, a danger to it, but like, not necessarily a good way. It's like, is Axel going to turn up on yeah. time? Like, what's going to happen? And How drunk are they going to be? Whereas now, you get the anything that could happen at the set is like, cool, like, what weird cover are they going to bust out? Like, <laughs> it's like a positive. It's yeah. like, how much how reggae how are they going to... Yeah. <laughs> how, yeah, how much fucking reggae <laughs> are they going to play? But in like a kind of like a really positive, this is a celebration of rock yeah. music kind of way. That's the excitement that's in and there. And the... Yeah. Um, 
this, that's exactly the, the point that every single every thread you go on on Facebook anywhere on the internet someone announces something about an upcoming Guns N' Roses show first comment immediately if Axel show, if Axel turns up Axel Roses <laughs> been been late for gigs is this post the yeah, reunion stuff because then the second comment that doesn't make any sense because the second comment is then someone going like well you obviously didn't see them on the last review <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, it just yeah. feels like there's this caveat to like explain that every single time it's like, and you shouldn't like have like a Google a dead horse yeah. <laughs> should you it's your own fault for having to Google up for the words Axel and Lake <laughs> uh, he, he, he was during his dreadlock days yeah, it doesn't exist to me. He was, he was getting real bad for it. That was like Buckethead era. They broke up after Use Your Illusion and they got back together the so, day I saw them. That's what yeah, yeah, no Chinese. <laughs> I, I looked at that set list when you went to see them and they played way more than I fucking thought they would from Chinese Democracy. That's my one question. I never looked into it. Uh, yeah. I we, wondered if they'd play anything from the album. They, so, did they play Shackler's Revenge? I, I think I, maybe. I, the weirdest thing, so there was... Tribute um, to Buckethead. There was, obviously, the, the kind of age group spanned pretty big for it as well yeah like, you'd expect that yeah, yeah it was it was super all-encompassing there were people there were younger people there just as excited as like the people that had seen them back at monsters of rock um there was a very specific crowd of late 30s dudes with office haircuts and muscles wearing their H&M Guns and Roses I, t-shirts. That's so weird because like, I read like uh, someone on The Guardian did a review of that and he said like you could tell people who just popped into Primark yeah. had the t-shirt before <laughs> yeah. the show. Then, yeah. yeah. Um, that's and- a funny one, isn't it? Because I don't feel we need to... I've gone to loads of gigs where I've just been wearing like I don't know, like a random plain t-shirt or whatever. Like, it's... like no one's there to watch you. Yeah. No, but it was weird because that group of I people... I not as well. <laughs> yeah. That group of people... Mm were the ones that were really excited when they played Chinese Democracy stuff. Yeah. I was Wait, so does that mean they're super fans or they're... Or they're insane people? I think just or, crazy people, I assume. Or, or they don't know what to get excited for, maybe. Possibly. People knew the words. Maybe they're just having a... Uh, what? Seriously, I, me and... I genuinely don't even know how the... I, the, only, the only lyric I know to the song Chinese Democracy is... Wait, the start actually goes... Doesn't really matter. Or something like that. <laughs> so they, or I don't um, remember. Is that what you think? I don't remember. Yeah. Like, so they, I think that's they, fascinating. They opened up with um, "Out to Get Me." Fucking hell! Uh, no, it was it's so easy. It's so Sorry. easy. I'm looking for that. It's so right easy. Um, and as soon as that kicked in, because I was kind of like midway there. Mm. It was at the um, Olympic Stadium, London. I was kind of yeah. like halfway there, real good spot, see everything. I was like, no, I'm just gonna chill out, have a few beers. That video of you is so great. We'd been drinking. All the trip there. I think uh, you'd have road trip videos posted up as well. Like, yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, this was like my mecca. And um, yeah, it was me, uh, my girlfriend, and my friend Ollie who drove us there. Thanks, Ollie. And, Cheers, um, Ollie. So we um, we went up uh, together, chilling out kind of like halfway. It was wicked. Nice kind of thing. I was like, cool, gonna have a few more beers, chill out, and just enjoy what I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. I can't be bothered with like going and moshing and doing this. Yeah. So I just want to enjoy everything. The second they kicked in, I went fucking ballistic <laughs> and we ran straight to the front, like just Amazing. pushing everything. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, you're there and they, then they drop a a song off Chinese Democracy and there's just these dudes going absolutely buck wild, shouting every word, it's which such, is crazy. I think we may have to actually listen to the album and talk about it. It's, it's yeah. a bad album, but it's fascinating bad. Yeah. Like, like not in a saint anger bad kind of like I well, can't I think it's the, stand to listen to it because it's more musical for but sure. it's also yeah. the legacy of how many times it was talked about and yeah. nobody thought it would ever really come out definitely uh, it was the Duke Nukem forever of, of uh, albums yeah. I would say is that why it was, that's why it's called Chinese Democracy isn't it it, the weird thing was like I think Axel I've no just, idea why it was called Chinese I think yeah I think Axel just fell in love with the title in the late 90s because <laughs> like, they, yeah. they weren't actually making it for that long yeah <laughs> You saw Red, Red Square starring Richard Gere. Yeah. I think, like, the problem, part of the problem people said was that, because they went through so many members as well, that Axel, he, his taste would change and then he'd want to try and make the album more like whatever he was into yeah. at the time. Like, because at one point he got loads of people who were, had been involved with Nine Inch Nails at some point to come yeah. in on it because yeah. he was just really yeah, into the Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's a fact, it's... The, we- the weirdest thing about Chinese democracy for me Bucket is head. that. <laughs> oh, wow, well, let's not go into that. Remember that yeah. lunch break where his we. Pikes. All of his wow, pikes. that was a hell of a but lunch break. Anyway. When, uh, by the time the, that album actually came out, like, 
it just felt that like people were really indifferent to it. I think that was the thing. It didn't get like slated and this is fucking terrible. No, no one cared. But just no one cared. Yeah, I remember when it came out when we were working at somewhere. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> not giving them free advertising. Yeah. But uh, I remember going, oh, this is... Uh, oh. Yeah, I just remember listening going, well, this isn't very good, but not. it wasn't like a spectacular car crash. It's not some anger, no. It's, yeah, but it doesn't make you notice it. But yeah, it was no, there was nothing unique about it. It was nothing that justified the way. I think that's what was worse. Yep. Yes, absolutely. It's the indifference. Because at least yeah. with anger, if say you had a random playlist and Frantic came on, you hadn't heard, you'd be like, what? What yeah, is what it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think you would say it was. I think some of the Guns N' Roses ones uh, for, from Chinese democracy, not in general, would sound <laughs> like, uh, just like, you probably would just be indifferent to it. Yeah, why is this cat meowing over this like, piano? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's uh, yeah, it's a weird, but, but uh, up top of destruction, I think it's probably a better album. <laughs> yeah, controversial, <laughs> man, controversial. Yeah, shit. Well, yeah. Edge Lord. Do you guys think they're actually going to do a reunion album? That's going to happen. Well, I I want them to call it quits and never do another show again. So they're only well, that's you not yeah. enjoy them. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's all I want. No, so I mean, if they tour again, I can't see them. That's what he's saying. I, I'd be fine. I, with I, I think they're using this. Okay, reunion. You I would think, be. <laughs> I think they're using this reunion tour to form their own nation. It's gonna, yeah. be, it's gonna, it's gonna be like an outer heaven outer kind heaven of style. thing. Yeah, yeah, like uh, like like their own PMC company, like their own army without borders. I'd go. Yeah, they will literally be called like Guns and Roses, and they'll do like military work. Ashes. They'll do military work, but they'll also do like sort of like medical. Like it's like a mix of Doctors Without Borders, but also <laughs> Blackwater. Like it's a PMC, <laughs> but also a charity. Really shady. Like governments won't be able to touch them. They'll have their own nuclear deterrent, and they'll earn it all from this reunion tour. I'm surprised they haven't done a live mm. DVD uh, an album. I know. Um, so, do you know but I, I think if, I think the problem with a reunion album is because you're asking is that I don't know what you can't live up to those expectations. What live up to? That's, yeah. I mean, the spaghetti incident, I guess. Also, so uh, one of the interesting things we talk about, like Guns N' Roses putting out like a concert DVD right of this reunion tour, mm. is someone interviewed um, M Shadows uh, from Avengers Sevenfold. Not M Shadows. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Not, not M Shadows from Alice in Chains. No. <laughs> and I thought you meant the celebrity baker. But actually, so, uh, <laughs> he did. No, he did. A, he did an it's AMA. M Hollywood. So he did an AMA on Reddit, and uh, they asked him uh, about. Someone asked me, "Are you going to do like another concert DVD?" He was like, "I really don't want to do that. Like, what's the point? No one buys DVDs." Like, he actually said that what he wants to do is be like the first band to actually have a um, Netflix special. And do a concert movie on there, so like a live thing. But you, I don't. I, I just, can't believe that's not a thing already. That's what I was saying to you and Theo a few months ago, when I was on my uh, Queen binge. Mm. Was that that's the one thing that DVD still has that apparently no one's bothered to do on yeah, streaming services, yeah. which is music concerts. Because like, you get stand up. I've got the DVD of Queen live. Yeah, exactly. I've got yeah. live at Wembley or wherever it is. But like, that's not on as far as I know. It's on streaming. It? Also, yeah. tell you what made me feel a bit sick today, and there's nothing I can do about a time machine, but. I that I've got a time machine. Oh my god! Finally, this is yeah. one thing I want to do. I don't care about saving so, the world. Um, I mean, it's T H Y M E. Like, it's also a, got a sage machine, a coriander <laughs> machine. Uh, we were talking about. I was telling Lewis about the first gigs I went to and stuff. And I remember the first festival I went to for the whole weekend was Reading Festival 2004. And I looked at the lineup today, and it was, it was a really good lineup. I mean, mm. the headliners were Darkness, White Stripes, and Green Day just before American Idiot dropped it was really good headlines but on one of the lo- lower stages I noticed there and I wasn't into them at the time this is 2004 uh, was Event Sevenfold mm. really and Alexis on Fire were both listed <laughs> oh on the my lower. god if I could go back now yeah but I did I remember I saw Arctic Monkeys when they were in the third stage tent one year mm. I caught them because they then headlined the next year yeah but if I could have gone back and caught yeah. Those two, it's such a small. Like uh, I, I never saw it when they screamed. The only regret in my whole life. I never saw them when they screamed. When they really screaming, yeah. Uh, I haven't, but I've seen him do songs where he screams. Yeah, and he just crushes it still. Yeah, it's but um, that's really it's a really thing that like Netflix hasn't quite got into that yet. And if they do, like the first person they go with is is going to be like a huge, huge. It has artist. to be. I but like, I, 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 is, so. yeah, right. Um, I, I, I wonder how much of it's tied in with licensing for songs like that just becomes so much more complicated and gets so much so expensive maybe well I mean they have they use songs in things yeah do you know what I mean yeah 
It's, it, it's, it wouldn't be any more difficult than that, to be completely honest, with the way the industry works. Like, it's, as soon as you copyright something, yeah. that's fine, as long as you're paying yeah, your PRS. Is it a licensing thing? I don't know. Does it, they it, have to take songs out of, this is a random example, but they keep having to patch out songs from GTA 4. Yeah. Uh, as they lose for whatever rights they had on it. Every really? now and then they have to yeah. patch it out. I guess maybe with 5 they've got better deals, but mm. uh, with 4 they've, it was on a podcast that recently they just released a patch to have to remove couple of other songs from yeah. uh, it just but to me like it feels it's crazy that no one's actually started to do that deal and like do you think bands aren't weirdly do you think there's not a band big enough that's sort of got enough appeal for I, I, it does it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be a band necessarily like a pop star like a rap do you know star. actually do you know do you know who's yeah. really really good for that Sky have got loads of that shit. Sky, Arts, got, Sky Arts, Arts is the best yeah. for that. loads yeah. of Queen stuff on there. Uh, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I was exactly. searching on yeah. so um I was searching on there for the Metal Evolution documentary. Yeah. Because it's that yeah. it used to be on Sky Arts. So it I was. was gonna, I was looking it up on Now TV. Uh, now TV, by the way, if, you, if you're listening to this, sends the sponsorship yeah. far away. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Three months. Got back for free. Yeah. I'm pointing at a Now TV box. <laughs> yeah. Got back for free. Ka-ching. Um But I was looking for the Metal Evolution documentary and they've taken it off because uh, like everything gets cycled in and out. Yeah. Yeah, However, if you're into... Andre Rizzo, the violinist oh, slash yeah, Andre yeah. Ryu. Andre Ryu, Ryu. yeah. <laughs> um, there's probably around 12,000 uh, yeah, concert performances. We are going to have to sit down and watch one of those. Yeah, you yeah, we yeah, always yeah. joke about it, and no, I always say I've been to the cinema. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I mean, I actually love that kind of music. I think he's superb. Did he ever do them in the UK? Have you ever seen? Have you ever seen um, he's. I would go see it live if he ever did. I do this all the time. Yeah, it's just people getting pissed up on wine watching. Yeah, it's music. It's getting incredibly middle class European people yep. getting fucking hammered. So I wear a suit. That's my birthright. You need, you need, <laughs> <laughs> there's an ama- amazing video. Of, Darling, like, I'm from Cheltenham. He, he's doing like a concert in Vienna, and it's like he calls it like it's called like the street concert. But like, <laughs> back to which, yeah, yeah, you're right, yeah. It's in a leather jacket. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, what, what it actually is is in like the most like amazing, fucking beautiful, like Vienna, like town square. Yeah. Um, everyone just like suited and booted. Yeah, yeah. Um, like looking fucking fantastic at these like dinner tables. Yeah. Eating all this amazing food and getting fucking pissed watching him do a concert. Then for the encore. Yeah. Lou Bega Dungarees. comes out. What? Fucking hell! What a twist! Lou Bega comes out <laughs> with the full orchestra. They do Mambo Number no. Five, and everyone on the fully orchestrated Mambo yeah, Number Five, and everyone on the streets of like uh, Vienna, like uh, up, like up dancing on their tables and on the chairs for Mambo Number Five. What? How long have you been sitting on this for? Uh, yeah, almost a year now. Why? Yeah. Makes me question our friendship and this podcast, if I'm honest. Yeah. Wow. So okay. ne- Netflix, uh, get in touch with Avenge Sevenfold because they want to do a special where they guarantee you Lou Baker, Lou Baker will come out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he and he will do I Won't See You Tonight Part Two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great reference. <laughs> Sorrow, a bird, deep inside of me. <laughs> scans, uh, scans perfectly. I just wanna die. <laughs> I, well, that's what we need. That's what we need. For sorry. Yeah. Netflix, hit us up. M. Shaz, hit us up. Now okay. TV. Baker. <laughs> Lou Baker. <laughs> yeah, <well. laughs> I'll say it now. We'll this podcast is a four-man podcast, and there's an empty seat that's only reserved for Lou Baker. <laughs> At all times. <laughs> At any time, he can come in Lou, and be the fourth member. Lou Baker is kind of like the uh, the son that died in like Afghanistan. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah, we just reserve his spot at the table. Well, there you go. Well, and on that note, uh, thank, thank you for listening to whatever garbage we've been on about <laughs> today. Um, if, if you like what you hear, and if you are Lou Bega, ideally, give us a Lou shout. Bega, you didn't die in Afghanistan. Claim your seat. We hope not. Yeah. I pray that you don't. Uh, but no, seriously, keep liking, keep sharing. Yep. Yeah. You can find us at Slowly We Rock on the Twitter. Keep it real. On the Insta. On the Facebook. And at uh, podbean.com forward slash slowly we rock. Yeah. Um, come check us out. Uh, you can also find our podcast. It's on iTunes. It's on Google Play. It'll be on SoundCloud as well. If you like us, tell uh, your sa- friends. It's actually Sound Clown. It's on our Sour Cloud. Sour Cloud. Tears of a Clown.com yeah. forward slash slowly we rock. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, 
share, like spread the word. Um, yeah, also, if yeah, share if, share if you are listening. <laughs> yes, Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> we finally we're finally on that page. Excellent. Oh. <laughs> but also, if there's any imagine bands... if share we found out share listen to this. Yeah. Well. In between her takes, flying <laughs> her helicopter in uh, Mamma Mia yeah, 2 she's trailer. she's going to get involved with this Netflix event Snowfall concert. We're actually a oh, five-person yeah. podcast. She's gonna a, <laughs> yeah, she's going to do a little piece of heaven with them. Anyway, cool. You must have stabbed the 50 fucking times. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Perfection. Have a good one. Cheers.